<laughs> Welcome to the Thirsty Mom Podcast, powered by Thirst. My name is Lori Thompson, and I have Courtney. Thank you, Courtney, for being here. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to be here. I know you're like a diehard Thirst fan. Totally diehard. I love it. Die so the very fan. first question I have to ask is, okay. what are you drinking? What's in my cup? Yes. Hashtag what's in my cup. Um, <laughs> it is Coke Zero, sugar-free vanilla. Ooh. Kind of boring. No, that's a little bit jam. different. It's my jam. Nice. Yeah. Now, were you a Diet Coke before the Coke Zero? No. Never. No, no, no. no. Um, I never really loved Coke. Like, my mom never bought, like, Coke, right? Like, what parent <laughs> buys Coke? Um, and then I just, I kind of fell into it, and it's it's my thing. It's, it and is then good. I heard they were going to stop making it at one point, and I ran Did to Costco and bought and all up? of them. <laughs> I think they do that on purpose. I think so, too. They're like, we're going to stop making something, and everybody, like, has a conniption fit, right? Oh, my gosh. But now Thirst, you know, I can just come and, come it's okay. Thir- it's and Thirst okay. is growing, so you can, like, anywhere in the state, almost, soon. Okay. And pick up your thirst. Yeah. Okay. Courtney, I heard the most hilarious story. Oh, no. <laughs> tell me tell me a little bit about when you were in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> My poor kindergarten time. <laughs> yeah. So um, starting kindergarten, I had no hair. Literally no hair. And so we would go to the grocery store and so everybody... So not that it, you shaved it off no, 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 or... No, no, no. It just it didn't literally come. hadn't grown since you were born. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) So I was one of two things. I was a boy or I was the cancer child that had gone through treatments. Oh my gosh. And so my mom either got sympathy for me or she was angry because they were calling me a boy. So I got my ears pierced really early. Like I'm pretty sure my mom was like, no, you have to wait, you know, until whatever. But, um, I got them early thanks to, you know, and you were a cheerleader, totally a cheerleader. And, um, it was called, it was in Virginia. I cannot actually remember it. The Vista Acre Raiders. We were the Raiders. Nice. And um, the colors were like red, white, and blue. And it was probably like from five to 12 year olds, you know? And on when we'd go to our games or our little meets or whatever, <laughs> they would be like, okay, girls, we're going to wear our hair in a ponytail. <laughs> and I'm just standing there like... What about me? <laughs> what about me? So my mom would take these, you know, they would, the little plastic headbands, right? And then off to the side, she would have the little deflated balloons and tie like them. Like a little water balloon? Yeah, like a little water balloon. And it, I mean, it was totally cool back in 1990-ish. Um, and I would wear that. And so, like, I have a picture of myself with my team, and everybody's got, like, their cute little side pony or, you know, oh whatever gosh. whatever they deemed the hair, the hair of the day. And then me with my shiny bald head. I need to see that picture. I'm totally going to send it to you. You will need to text me that picture. I'm totally going to send it to you. And yeah, you you guys can enjoy that. You're hilarious. So funny. Okay. (laughs) That's not why I asked you to come in here at all. That was a big side note. To talk about my baldness. Yeah. Okay. So you are a working mama. I am. I work a lot. So how long have you been married for? Um, 10 plus years so 10 and some months and you've been working and going to school the whole time pretty much oh my gosh and tell me your kids ages and names okay henry is eight and liam is five um i do have a quick fun story about that so i have a really weird phobia with not phobia it's not a phobia it's more of an ocd with numbers Okay, so I heard that Henry was going to be due on whatever day in October. Well, he was born on October 2nd, the year of 12. So 10 plus 2 is 12, okay? 
Okay. You see where I'm going yes. with the numbers? Okay. So then my, my other child, um, he was going to be born in October as well. And I actually asked if I could potentially be induced on October 5th, 2015. Because <laughs> 10 plus 2 is... Nope, 10 plus 5 is 15. And, uh, um, you know, I would, like, try to make my blood pressure go up or try to have, like, these <laughs> symptoms of preeclampsia just so that they would be like, okay, we'll, we'll induce you, we'll, we'll induce you. you. But it worked. Like, oh it worked. Gosh. And so my number my number OCD has, that's awesome. has worked out well. And unfortunately, that's why I, I can't have more kids because <laughs> I can't make the math work. Oh. Yeah. that's the, Welcome to my brain. Welcome Did you to go that. to school with math? Why are you so mathy? Like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm so mathy. I, um, Is that I, a word, mathy? Mathy. Okay. It's, it is now a word. Thank you. Um, On the thirsty nation, <laughs> it is now. Um, you can be mathy if you choose. Um, no, I, I've all, I've, my brain has always been more sciencey, mathy. Okay, there we go with all that again. Um, yeah, so my background is medical, so it kind of works out well. Okay, what? I know you've been in school. You're, you and my husband are like brother and sister. Like we're, we're, we're you guys, competing. you guys like school. We're a lot. competing. Yeah, you for like sure. all your titles a yeah. lot. Like yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot. So yeah. So it all started. I was a CNA. Worked at the bedside. I think I like graduated high school, and then like that afternoon, I had a shift to go to work. You oh know, my that's gosh. how it's been. Um, then. The, uh, the school that I wanted to go to, they had a big, long wait list. And so I actually ended up going to get an LPN license. Okay. Um, then I got so my CNA, RN. CNA, LPN. Then RN. Then RN. And how long did you stay? Well, not very long because you've only been married 10 years, right? Right. So all this was, was pre-husband. This, oh, you this were, part was all pre-husband. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought yeah. you were already... Okay. Yeah, so I was an, I was actually a registered nurse when I got married to my okay. husband. Okay. So this is a little pre-husband. Um, but then uh, I started working from home, which was really cool. And I was married and I was going to start having kids. Now, how are you working from home as a nurse? Tell yeah, us about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really crazy. cool. So I actually worked for a company, um, a major medical insurance company. And I was doing um, their 24-7 nurse line. So actually, chances are, if you look on the back of your insurance card, you're going to see a number for like a nurse line or an advice line or something like that. Um, and that's actually real nurses that work on that. Okay. And um, what they do is they just give you the most appropriate level of care. Like, okay. do I need to be rushing to the ER? Can I wait till the morning? It's a great resource. And you're probably paying for it and you don't even know you have it. But um, yeah, so I did that for a while. And then I did some case management for transplant patients and um, did all that from home. And then working from home was just kind of like, eh, I'm ready to get back into the world. So, but during that time, I actually got my bachelor's degree and then my master's degree, um, and those were both online. You say it like it's no big deal. <laughs> oh, I just got my master's and my bachelor's with children yeah, it's no and a deal. husband. Okay. Yeah, so my goal was master's by the time my youngest was born, and I did it. I graduated in July, and oh he was born in October, so Amazing. Um, I had these little goals all, all along the way. And then um, I found my dream job, and I work there now. I work at Which a local is? university. Yeah, so it's a nursing school and I work um, in their lab so I get to teach all the hands-on stuff and then nice. I also teach in their graduate program we had opened a recently opened a graduate program for a master's degree and a family nurse practitioner license and so I I tackle both of those programs and it's a lot of fun but I um, last year graduated from um, a university down in Provo Rocky Mountain um, and they um, thought that they could give me a doctorate degree. I did it. So, um, I, yeah, I did put in the work. It was really, really long. And um, so I have a doctor of nursing practice, and then I'm also a family nurse practitioner. So I did all that. Um, I'm, I'm tired I'm, listening to yeah, all of this. I'm tired. You go, girl. But that's why we have Coke Zero. <laughs> that's why you need your drink. So you are the working 
I am the working mom. I make the bread and, and the bacon. And how does that work and, for and you and Trey? Yeah, so um, my husband is a stay-at-home parent. And it's actually kind of cool because I haven't done laundry in a really long time. That's so cool. Right? <laughs> um, so it's interesting because, you know, when people hear about our situation, they're just like, it's kind of taken back by the non-conventional yeah, approach to family. Right? Yeah. And then the, the guys are normally like, I totally want to be a stay at home dad. <laughs> like I want my wife to go make the, make the dough and stuff. But honestly, he works way harder than I do. And he, you know, he's up with the kids to get him ready for school and he's got their lunches packed and he's, you know, making dinner and he's done the laundry. And like, even this morning he cut the grass, you know? So it's, it's managing the home. And I'm not really good with like, Oh, the, the water, water heaters leaking and you know I don't want to be there when the people come to fix the water heater because I don't know what I'm talking about my husband does so um, I would rather be out teaching and caring for people in the community than the water heater Um, I don't know I think God gave me him because he knew my strengths and weaknesses and he knew my husband's strengths and weaknesses and kind of put us together and well and I love it because yeah normally gender roles as the mom say so and most of the time you know that works and that's great but there's a unique time where the husband stays home which it works perfectly it's not like he doesn't want to he loves it and thrives he actually, I know him he, he does love loves it. <laughs> it he absolutely loves it um he actually is going to school um it's his turn now nice. um he's just gonna get a, a bachelor's degree um I say just like like it's nothing but it's a big deal um getting a bachelor's degree just in business management you know you never really know where life takes you and I always tell him like you need to have something like a backup plan like oh my goodness what if I fall off the planet or something and you have to now make the money and you know you want something under your belt so I always uh, encourage him to do that but um well, now he can. There's Your kids are yes, both in school yes, now full-time. Yes, 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 yep. So I've got a kindergartner. Oh, my gosh. Like, I still Already. can't even believe that. Um, and my older one's starting third grade, I think, next week. And, uh, yeah. That's amazing. It's crazy. That's amazing. It's crazy. So, but how do you personally juggle it? When you were going to school and you're a mom, mm-hmm. I mean, even though he's home, you're still the mom, mm-hmm. and working, and and how do you, how do you juggle it all? I love planners (laughs) and I actually can't use the planner in my phone. I don't know why. Like my brain just doesn't love it. I am exactly the same. I I have to physically, I think we have to write it down. That's why. And like, even if even studying, like if I write something down, I can remember like where it was on the page and like what color I used and you know, so I think I can remember things better when I write it down. So I actually have a planner and I like the one that has the hours. Nice. And even when I was in school, I would say, okay, I'm going to wake up at this time. And then from 9 to 10, this is exactly what I'm going to do. And, I mean, literally planning every hour was so necessary in order to get work done and be a mom and be a wife and be a student and be all those things that I was. And it was really... um, you know, having my husband there to say, hey, I'm going to take the boys out. We're going to go to, I don't even know, a, a jump park or something like that. And this is your two hours to get your paper done. And it was kind of a great motivator because I was like, I have to finish before they come home, you know. Nice. So um, putting that deadline on me and then knowing that the kids are still having fun. But how supportive of your husband to do that? Seriously. I mean, there's times where, well, and I am the stay-at-home parent and yes. my husband's home and I'm yes. like, Kids, go ask your dad. Go buy. Go and ask him, even though I know he's busy. Like, go and. Yeah. So that's great to have that support system. And two, a part of that was built um, like mommy dates. So one of Henry, my oldest son, one of his fondest memories of he and I are I booked a room, we ordered pizza, we got little Oreos or something, and we literally just 
flopped and just laid in the hotel all night long, eating oh pizza, gosh. watching movies. Love it. And he will literally still talk about it to this day. And I think that's so important, especially if you're a working mom or you're a stay-at-home mom, because when you're a stay-at-home mom, you're on the clock, literally 24-7. Yeah. And you deserve that relationship with your kids, too, where you can just flop in a hotel room, right? Nice. And so... Um, something that my husband and I are doing is we're actually doing one-on-one -on -one dates with our kids. So once a month, I will take Henry out and my husband will take my little one, Liam, out and um, go on a date. And then we'll switch. Nice. And just having that one-on-one -on -one time, it's so funny because my, my older son will say, Mom, I love when it's just me and you. And then he'll say the same thing to my husband. You know, yeah. I love when it's just me and you, Dad. That's so great. And, and Liam's not here and bugging or, you know, doing right. whatever. So Because it's a different dynamic, It's for totally sure. different. And when, I'm, I, you know, I think I'm a different mom when both kids are there, as opposed to I can focus on one child one. at a time. So we've kind of established that, and it's the boys are loving it. I love it just because it gives them an opportunity to talk to me about different things right. or say things that they normally may not have had there been an audience or, you know, whatever. So, um yeah, planning is key. Time management is key <laughs> for any mom, for any parent, for any woman. Um, time management is key. And I think um, planners are good. Um, and incorporating your kids into that. Like, hey, what do you guys want to do here and here and here? You know, ha letting them have a stay and all that. So, That's awesome. So they don't feel neglected, but you can still get your stuff done. <laughs> so. so what is, like, the hardest challenge? What is the, what is the hurdle, if, the, if any, of being a working mom? Um, it's the guilt. Yeah. That is the biggest one. It's the guilt. Um, I do my best, and I'm so fortunate to have an employer who's really flexible and um, understands that family is first. Um, you know, I still have a job to get done, but I do my best to make sure that I'm at everything. And if I can't, that's when the guilt sneaks in. But I just have to tell myself that I am giving my best and letting that be what it is and then not festering over it. I'm a, I'm a festerer. Are we, we're crazy. Words Weird. to do, right? That's fine. So, we can um, do that. I, I totally fester in feelings of guilt and things like that. Like, I'm a bad mom or I'm not doing everything I right. can. But I am. And you I, absolutely and are. I, I, there's always been this little quote that sticks in the back of my head, and it's, you know, you are the perfect mom for your child. And yeah. I think that's why I have my kids, is because I am what they need me to be, even though I am really hard on myself. Yeah. Um, I, you know, carry that guilt. But I, I have learned journaling is really nice when it comes to feelings. Um, I journal and I say, you know what, today wasn't a great mom day, but I'm excited for tomorrow. Or today was an awesome mom day. I am totally kicking it. Like <laughs> I am awesome. You know, so, and I think it's important to, to give yourself that self-talk that you are, you're awesome. Even if you don't feel awesome, you still are. Your kids still love you. They absolutely adore you no matter what you're doing. So Absolutely. Yeah. I know that mom guilt doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom or exactly. working mom. There's always something. Uh -huh. But thankfully, especially in your case, you if you're not able to be there, your exactly. right-hand guy, you know, the dad is there. He's amazing yes, at what he and does. And I'm so grateful for that that relationship that we have. Yeah, and that's great. Yeah, that is so teaming. great. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now I also, you're, where are you raised? You're back east. Um, no, Tennessee. Yeah, no. Um, I was okay. It's kind of weird. Born in Virginia, lived there for a little while. Okay. Moved to Alabama, lived there for a little while. Moved to North Carolina, lived there. Oh a my little gosh! While. All over. <laughs> I didn't realize. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I um, I went to the University of North Carolina at Greensboro for a year. It, it was 
it was a flop year. I literally didn't do anything I was supposed to do, and it was kind of chaotic and crazy and stupid. And I thought, oh, I'm going to apply to be like an RA, you know, like the person that polices the, the floor, you know, make sure nobody's like being bad or whatever. But I didn't get the job. <laughs> And I was totally crushed. I'm like, what do you mean? I mean, with my D's? Are you kidding me? You don't want me to? <laughs> so anyways, I was kind of like, okay, this isn't working for me. I was forced to go back home. And during the time that I was there, my parents had actually moved from North Carolina to Virginia for my dad's job. And so my mom's like, yeah, just come back to Virginia, you know, see what life has for you, whatever. So I go back and like, okay, had I got the job? I wouldn't have been in Virginia. I would not have met my husband. It all worked out. It always works out. And I, you know, in the moment, like you get frustrated that things didn't happen the way that you wanted them to. But then you look back and you're like, dang, I'm so glad that it happened that way. Yeah, in the moment, you're like, what the? I know, you get so frustrated. Know. And yes. that's, you know, I tell my students that sometimes too, you know, they're frustrated at how they did on an assessment or how something worked out or a clinical placement or something. I'm like, dude. It's always happening for a reason. I promise. You're going to look back and be like, I'm so glad it happened that way. Just give it a, give it a second. Just yeah. hold on. So anyways, yeah, I grew up um, kind of my, my most of my growing up was done in Alabama. So, so where, which place did your mom work at the bookstore? Um, she worked at the bookstore um, in North Carolina. So okay. um, she worked at a um, Latter-day Saint bookstore right beside the Raleigh LDS Temple. Okay. And during that time, um, actually Gladys Knight, um, her book came out. And so my mom was like, okay, I'll man this like book signing thing and Gladys Knight's coming. And I totally got to meet her. And I, I, I have a picture of this too. I have hair this time, but I have a picture and it's my family and myself, my little brother and all that. And, and Gladys Knight. And at the time I didn't know who Gladys Knight was. I mean, I was like, I don't know, 12 maybe. Um, and so my mom's like playing her songs and you know, things like that midnight train to Georgia. And um, anyway, so I met Gladys Knight. She said I was the nicest person she had ever met i don't know if she says that to everyone hey. but um if gladys is ever listening i met you i have she a picture is. with you um but yeah so that was actually a really fun experience and i walked away i remember i was wearing like this blue shirt and over was like a khaki little jumper dress thing and over on my right shoulder i had her makeup oh and my i remember God. like going home and telling my mom like don't wash this oh like but i mean that jumper is long gone but i still have the picture oh and um her daughter was with her um and i just remember that being like a little cool thing that happened that is, in my life so cool the same bookstore so the my brother they there was a, a a christmas book or something and it stemmed around a door knocker and i don't remember the story at all but um you when you bought the book you got this little door knocker and it came inside this little velvet bag and anyways fast forward that's the that's the that's the the build-up of my story right <laughs> so we're we're at home and we have this couple come over and they're older 80s you know they were kind of like grandparent figures to us and they looked over at my brother and they were like you know how's how's your life how's everything going and i, I don't know if you've like felt it or whatever but he was like i stole the velvet bag <gasps> my gosh how random it's totally random totally totally random so we had like a big discussion on stealing so these people i guess just brought out like hey you stole this thing and we knew it and i don't even know but it was just a, it was a funny little thing but 
It's just, you know those little, like, stories in your life that you just remember and you don't know why you remember them? And Does yeah. your brother remember this? Oh, totally. Oh, he does. So oh, you totally. guys still tease him about the stealing Always. the bag? Always. Seriously, That's what siblings to are this for. Day. Oh, of course. I love it. Of I course. It. Now I love my brother. He's awesome. <laughs> Well, that's so great. <laughs> Thank Stole, you. Stolen Courtney, you are hilarious. Thank you so much for coming yes, in and talking about gender roles me. and the importance of working moms and how awesome it is. So one last question for you okay. before we sign off. What does it mean to you to be a thirsty mom? Thirsty mom. You know, when I think of being a thirsty mom, I really just think about the word community. And whether you're a working mom or whether you're a stay-at-home mom, you're still a mom and there's still those trials you know there's still those guilts that come from from either role that you play and to be a thirsty mom is like hey let's take a break for just an hour let's meet at thirst let's grab a pretzel let's get our coke zero and let's just talk and let's reconnect and let's fill our bucket of i'm actually a human and i'm something more than a mom and let's reconnect on that level and that's what it is to me and you know i've been known to text people and be like hey need a pretzel let's go um but it's more than that it's more than going to get a drink and it's more than going to have a little snack it is a connection and a relationship and a community of moms that are just doing their best no matter what they're doing if they have to work outside of the home or not we're all just doing our best and that's that's a thirsty mom to me that is so awesome